Good evening and welcome. It is a Wednesday night. This is the Independence Gang. I'm your host, JV, along with co-host Britt Griffith. Britt, this is episode 101. Do you feel like all the hoopla and all the fanfare is all done now and it's just back to the grind a little bit because it's 101, it's not 100 anymore? Britt, are you okay? <laughs> Do we need an intervention? Brit, What's no, happening? Brit's having a moment. <laughs> I, I'm trying to, you know, blast out on Twitter, you know, and I have D-Link, YouTube, and Foxhole all playing at me at once on three separate windows, <laughs> and I'm trying to frantically turn the volume up as you're asking me questions. Yeah, I'm sorry That's to be, I'm sorry to be interfering so, with your meltdown. I, I don't mean to do that. L, welcome back to the a, show. L, I was, um, I was uh, in your stream for a few minutes last night. Did you see me? I said hi. Yes. You just oh, ignored me. I'm sorry. I didn't see you. I was so which, disappointed. Which uh, platform were you on? I think I tried. I think I checked you out on um, Foxhole, and I, then I went to Twitch just to see how that was looking. And I may even gone to, have gone to DLive, and I said hello in all three, and, yeah, and nothing. Did. Zero. Nothing. I didn't see you in the chat. Somebody sorry. got ignored. <laughs> Sean, should I be pissed? No, not on, Sean, should I be pissed? I mean, I was ignored. I, all I was just saying hi. It's not like I was trying to be obnoxious. No, I don't know. You. I mean, you know, common live stream etiquette would be like, <laughs> yo, what's up? Hey, I get it. Sometimes, it's, you know, there's a lot going on in those chats. I get it. You know, sometimes you can't just, you can't be everywhere, I guess. Except, usually, uh, usually when the you stream know, starts, person, only one person can be when, everywhere. When, think about it. Usually <laughs> when the stream starts, there's a few hundred people watching, so the chat can get a little nuts. So. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Jake. No, it's, it's okay. That's all right. I'm just teasing. It the other was really thing fine. is, you know, it's some old dude, you know, trying to hit up some young, it's creepy. Britt, why do you continually talk about us being old dudes? Will you please stop with that? I mean, you're a young. I like being an old dude. Chicken. Okay, well it, then, it means then we're talk, seasoned and we know what we're talking about. Then talk about yourself that way. Just leave me out of it, please. Uh, I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize you had a complex over it's that. It's not a complex. Wow. I just don't like hearing it. That's all. I'm just not real happy. No, really. <laughs> anyway, first to, off, hold on. So, yeah, so first off, first off, I owe, I owe a public apology to Sean. So last Friday when we had the girls on, I completely forgot. I for completely forgot to cancel Sean. So he's trying to log in. Like he took the time out of his life, out of his day to be here for us, and I totally screwed him. So I apologize for that. Please forgive me. Nice, Brett. Real nice. Wow. Oh, that's all right, Britt. I told you it's all good, man. You don't have to worry about it. It's it's not a problem. It didn't didn't affect anything, and now we're here, so yeah. we're all good. Well, no. It's all, all right. So let's get into it, JV. Yeah, well, let's do it, man. Let's, I, let's rock it. Come I do, on. I do want to say hi to everybody in, in, in the various chat rooms as I look around. The, I really actually have the show playing in one, two, three, four, five, six different places to monitor all the chats and, and all the. Yeah, it's a little crazy. How many monitors do you have? I've got six monitors. Damn. Yeah, I know. I know, but I, I have also, six. I yeah. thought having three was a lot. <laughs> a lot of yeah, it's a little nuts. That's why my, I've got a kink in my neck. This is going to be a problem tonight. But anyway, welcome to everybody in the chat rooms. Good to see everybody here. <laughs> Thank you for being with us. Please subscribe, follow, uh, share, like, all the things that uh, you normally do uh, for the program. We appreciate you doing that. I, want, I do want to get started because there is a lot to cover tonight, as there is every night. Let's talk quickly about what's happening here with the uh, with the explosion at the border. We thought it was bad before it's getting worse. And the Biden administration has said they are actually not uh, allowing these people into the nation. They're, they are sending them back to Haiti if they're Haitians. And uh, it turns out to be that's not the, that's not necessarily true. 
In fact, um, many, according to this article, many Haitian migrants in Del Rio are being released into the United States. That's according to two U.S. officials. That undercuts the Biden administration's public statements that the thousands that are in the camp would be facing immediate expulsion to Haiti. But Haitians have been freed on a, quote, very, very large scale in recent day days, according to these uh, these officials. Sean, uh, this is a bait and switch by the Biden administration. They tell us they're, they're sending them back when, in fact, they're just bringing them in like everybody else. Yeah, yet another thing that they can't uh, operate. You know, they can't pass their own tests. I always say it all the time. The left can't pass their own tests, right? They're bringing all these people. I tell you, they're sending them back. They're bringing all these people in, the Haitians and whatnot. They're bringing them in. Are they vaccinated? You know, are they, did they, are, are, is this safe? Are they socially distant? Are they wearing masks, right, when they're bringing them in? You know, because the kids in the schools have to do it, you know, and the healthcare workers who are the heroes have to do it or they get fired. But here come all the Haitians, right? Here come all the, and it's not about Haitians. It just, it, here come all the people that are, that are at the border illegally. Who the hell knows where they've been? Are they vaccinated? Are they not vaccinated? What's the story? We don't know. Apparently, COVID doesn't matter when you're a mass migrant, 15,000-person caravan underneath a Del Rio bridge, but it does matter in a, in a in a school, or it does matter in a, you know, it, it matters in a movie theater or, or a bar in New York City. It's disgusting. Of course, it's a bait and switch. In, uh, in one count, um, it was said over the course of Sunday to Tuesday, 713 of these Haitians were returned to Haiti. Out of a population of about 14,000 people that have been camping under, under that bridge. Um, L, do you think... Sorry. That's okay. Do you think Americans would be less, less bothered by this if they would just come clean? I mean, I'm not so sure I would be over it, but I might be a little less bothered if they'd just be honest. Um, well, I would hope not, to be honest. Um, the... the, the I covered this on my stream last night. It was super late in the night. I'm sure you're in bed by then, but the way that they're handling the border is awful. And Mayorkas is being so deceptive about what's going on, saying they don't know how many people are in the country. They don't know um, who's where. They don't know where they're coming from. They don't know how they're getting here. Um, Stephen Miller uh, was on uh, Laura Ingram's show the other day and said that there, I think when Trump was in office, about 10% of people were out, were allowed to enter the country and under Biden it's over 50%, close to 53% are allowed to enter the country and that's just what we know of. Those are the people that have gone through the process. People who have made it across the border who uh, you know weren't detained or weren't at least you know tracked. We we have no idea and the numbers are astronomical. I think by the end of the year it should be close to 2 million people. So I even if they were honest about it, they would be honest that it's an absolute shit show and that they need to get someone else in there. U.S. authorities, Brits, say uh, that they they will not uh, offer the number of how many people have been released in the U.S. in recent days. They they just declined to tell us how many. I'm not sure why that number is a secret. But in addition to that, they keep throwing up their, their hands saying, we can't understand why people keep coming. We say the border's closed. Maybe it has something to do with all the free stuff they keep giving everybody when they cross the border. Well, they don't see any, yeah, that and they don't see anybody leaving. I mean, no one's leaving, to be honest. I mean, you know you, you know what's crazy? You know that Del Rio Bridge, which is a legal port of entry, is shut down. So the legal port of entry is shut down because it's so chaotic, but the illegals can just come on in. 
So how screwed up is that? So people that waited in line and uh, do things right and fill out proper paperwork, people that wor- you know work in America, live in Mexico, or work in Mexico and live in America, they can't go back and forth right there because it's it's such a chaotic mess and shut down. It's really got you know average hardworking citizens of the United States and hardworking citizens of Mexico that legally come into America to work. They're screwed right now. So that's going on. And then on top of that, I have this this uh, this right here. So remember this little thing where you know the 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 border patrol was whipping was whipping the the, the Haitian migrants. Apparently they to, according to Maxine Waters they weren't touching the Mexicans, but they, it's worse than slavery. And it's all a big lie. It's all it was all wrong. That's just the reins to control the horse. I mean, anybody that rides a horse knows. Um, that guy right there on that horse right there doing his job trying to catch that illegal aliens coming into our country. God knows if he's got fentanyl in his uh in his backpack. I mean, obviously, I mean, really, he's just got KFC because he went over to back to Mexico to get get some KFC and then comes back across to feed the people under the bridge. Maybe he's selling it. Maybe it's a markup. Maybe he's got some little shuck and jive. You know, I, I half ass expect to see one of those carts with the ice creams in it and the guy ringing the bells that always go up and down my street to be you know working the border there, just going back and forth. But that that. That border patrol agent right there, that guy risking his life to keep drugs, fentanyl that kill tens of thousands of people a year out of our country, he's suspended right now. He, that guy is suspended right now. General Milley can get 13 American uh, military guys killed and girl killed, leave $85 billion worth of equipment in Afghanistan, totally screw the pooch on everything he's touched and gotten human beings killed. That mother effer still has got his job. He's still got a job and he's going to get promoted to God knows what next because he's on the right side of the political aisle because Democrats are communist Marxist perverted bastards that protect their own and the Republicans are feckless, feckless, weak, spineless politicians that don't defend anybody right of center. And this poor bastard suspended right now because he was doing his job. Hell yeah. I'm out of gas now. Tip of the old cap. Look at that. Tip <laughs> L, L, um, I think last time he was this feisty, he had a couple beers at some street festival. Wasn't it? Didn't, yeah, yeah, wasn't that, wasn't that what was going on? Going nuts. Um, well, <laughs> Brent, uh, you know, that makes my the next story I have here related to this immigration thing a little bit uh, weak. However, um, a group of these <laughs> Haitian, Haitian migrants actually revolted and uh, took over a privately ca- contracted bus when they were being transported away from the Del Rio Bridge uh, to another holding facility. They revolted. It was a privately contracted bus by the government, and uh, they took over the bus. Then they escaped. Uh, it does turn out that these Haitians were, were uh, captured. Um, but the bottom line here is that uh, they broke out of the bus, they escaped, and it took law enforcement um, more resources, more time, Sean, to round them up. God knows who they could have been. That's part of the problem with this whole process. We've got people coming across the border that could be anybody, and given the situation in Afghanistan, we certainly have to fear terrorists coming across our southern border. I mean, they took... <laughs> so you're telling me that they took... It was like a Captain Phillips situation almost, where they just, they took over... <laughs> <laughs> the bus that was transported that's that's insanity and they tell you there's not a crisis buses are now getting hijacked and they tell you no there's no crisis don't worry about it it's just the southern border it's not it's not something we really want to exist anyway and again they're just going out they're going out and they're they're just 
doing everything in the face of what they're trying to tell you is the reason why you need a vaccine and the reason why you need to wear a mask and the reason why you need to social distance and the reason why we got to vote by mail, right? That's, you know, everything. We got to do is public safety. It's a public health emergency. Show your papers so we make sure you're not killing anybody. You're a super spreader, right? And at the same time, they're bringing in these immigrants and they're losing buses. They're getting buses hijacked. Now law enforcement's (laughs) got to go chasing nations across all over the place when they should be looking for Brian Laundry, they're looking for an illegal immigrant. So it's a disaster. <laughs> I mean, this is this is killing. This is this is. But these are the times. Eighty-one million votes brought us here. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I would suggest that there's something in the water tonight, but we're not all in the same place, so we're not say, all. Dr- like, <laughs> <laughs> wow! 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 Uh, the next story mm. I have related to this might be one that. Uh, Probably isn't surprising, but might offer a little bit of hope. But it's not just Republicans. Everyone's mad at Biden over the uh, this says migration. I would call it the illegal immigration problem. This article says that trapped between progressives fuming over his plan to deport thousands of migrants back to Haiti and moderate Democrats frustrated that Biden hasn't done enough to deter migrants from making the trek to the U.S.-Mexico border, and Republicans who contend the administration's border policies have contributed to a surge in illegal border crossings. There's no political safe harbor on the left or the right for Biden. Here's a quote uh, from a Democrat strategist. He says they've completely bungled it from the jump. There has been a real human cost, and there's going to be a massive political cost. And Britt just brought up, L, uh, the the whole whipping officer fiasco. They desperately mm-hmm. were looking for a bad guy to point some fingers at and, and throw some blame on. Did they find it with mm-hmm. the whipping guy? Well, they certainly tried to. I, I went through, like I said, I went through this last night. There, there was a series of, it started with, you know, just people posting on Twitter about it. Then Joy Reid picked it up. Then uh, Chris Cuomo and uh, Don Lemon discussed it and and don lemon i always want to say just lemon but i think it's lemon anyways whatever Uh, don lemon was saying that it's systemic racism because it's a system that exists and he's like well isn't that the definition of systemic racism that it's a system it's immigration system the whole thing is so stupid and then jen saki then gets in front of everyone as she does lying out of her every orifice and says that you know someone asked her about the whipping thing and she's like i don't know in what context that would be appropriate so nobody's denying what's happening they need the scapegoat and that one or like those one or two images with the reins flying everywhere the split reins everyone jumped on that and it's been an absolute mess but i think it's crazy how many different sides of the spectrum there are because there's people who truly believe that we should have an open border no control whatsoever there's people that think that you know we should have you know as much legal immigration as we can manage and then there's people who just want to like shut us off from the world and yeah like this is not the first uh thing that biden's uh occupation has completely bungled and it won't be the last but i mean i hate to i i hate to enjoy it because it's terrible but i certainly don't uh mind seeing everyone rip them apart the most important so. <laughs> thing you pointed out there i'll have to admit is whether you pronounce the name lemon or lemon i don't know what it is either i've heard it pronounced both ways lemon seems a little more sophisticated because he's certainly a big fat lemon um brit democrat <laughs> with douche canoe <laughs> douche canoe works too <laughs> douche canoe 
canoe. Um, Democratic lawmakers and operatives privately acknowledge that one of the challenges the party is facing is that Biden needs to do better on explaining what he's doing and what his plans are on immigration. Is this really a communication problem, Britt? It doesn't take too many videos from the border to recognize that it's just a disaster. Are we just not being told that it's not a disaster enough? Um, it's not a disaster. It's not. It's it's planned. It's perfect. It's, it's a it's a beautiful disaster for Biden and the Democratic machine and what they want. You know, see what 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 the sleeping people don't realize is that is that Orange Man Bad set them back four and a half, five, maybe six years of their mission to just take over everything and this whole one world order, great reset, agenda 2030, 2050, uh, Tides Foundation, yeah, yeah. Atlanta Council, all these billionaires, da- Davos billionaires, all of their plans. And I mean, and even within the billionaires, they're feuding about what they want to do. And I mean, there's, there, there's even clashes between Bezos and Soros and, but they all have the general plan is that basically they want all of us serfs to be dead and then, and not use up the resources so that they can live forever. But I do have another 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 thing here that I put together uh, uh, regarding this. So so the operatives they're really really leaning hard on the media. So if you just go to Google and you put in uh, border patrol whips, this is the search results you get. Border patrol agents on horse are cracking whips uh, uh, on uh, Haitian immigrants. How is that okay? That's from uh, USA Today. Uh, from Business Insider, AOC, uh, Eli Omar, whatever, denounced Border Patrol whipping at Haitian migrants. Uh, photo show Border Patrol whipping at migrants. Um, all these, they've, they've taken all these headlines, and instead of saying, instead of saying, there are reports of Border Patrol agents using whips on migrants, that was not true. It's actually the reins that steer the horse, and it's a technique they use by the way they twirl the horse to keep bad people away from the horse so the horses don't get, and, you know. It, it took a 30-minute phone call from someone from the Federalists to call the Border Patrol and ask what's going on. And we knew from two days ago, a day and a half ago, like maybe an hour after it broke, that it was a misrepresentation of the single frame out of the video that was taken to do this. And all of these news agencies are driving a narrative. This is how they drive a narrative. So instead, so that so they could say, hey, we were just reporting what the White House said. Jin Saki said it was horrible. Maxine Waters said it was worse than slavery. And they can plaster these, they can plaster these these headlines all over the place, all over the place, JV. So that the casual reader who doesn't pay attention, they're seeing online in the paper that they actually hold and on the news that they watch. Because I saw it this morning on the morning news, still perpetrating, 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 perpetrating. Thank Reporting? you, perpetrating the, the, the lie that has been debunked already. But this is how the media lies to us. And this is multiple news sources. And some of them I thought, like, like the Washington Examiner even put a questionable headline out. And they're normally pretty good. So it's like they're driving the narrative so you'll click on it so they'll make the money. This is all about money. People wake up. The media, the corporate media lies to you. The corporate media lies to you. And as soon as you realize no. that, this is a key example of it, <laughs> as soon as you realize that, all of a sudden, life starts to get a little easier because you understand what's going on. So it's a little scarier, but it gets easier. Anyway. Sean, uh, this is kind of a, a, a question that I didn't intend to ask, but it's a, a piggybacks on what Britt just said here. Um, this is, regardless of what it is, this is Biden's Border Patrol now. So does this? who does this reflect poorly on if, if it was in fact true? 
It's Trump's fault, obviously. What kind of question is that? It's always Trump's <laughs> fault. You know, is it raining? And it's, that's Trump's fault. You know, yeah, it's, it's Biden's the president. Now you, you have to acknowledge President Biden, but it's Trump's fault that the Border Patrol had whips, even though they didn't. You know, it's, it's, it's still Donald Trump's fault. It's because this is the culture of Trump's America. Don't you see what we defeated on November 3rd, 2020? We defeated the culture of Trump's America. And now we're, we're stamping out, you know, the stain that the orange man, that's what their narrative is going to be. If those were actually whips, that's what you would have heard. This was the culture and it's a lasting effect. You know, the way COVID lasts with you forever. And if you get it, it doesn't matter if you have antibodies, you have to get vaccinated or eventually you're going to die. Really? Eventually you're going to die. Didn't know that. Right. Though we live forever I that was the new thing. you know so so it's just a look that's the twisted narrative that they would take over the border patrol and the whips and all these things it's always it always comes back to trump it's uh, it's trump's fault okay so that's whose fault it would have been obviously it's not of being stupid but it's it, it, it that's what they would have gone with that's how they, they won't that there's an easy way to avoid every problem it's just point at trump and say it was him. And enough people will nod their heads and go, oh, yeah, you're right. That guy's terrible. And clap their hands like barking seals. Uh, L, there's a there's, there's a uh, Democrat congressman, Frederica Wilson from Florida, who said, you know, in, in relationship yeah. to what's happening on the border, she said, well, we just can't we can't just concentrate on the border. This starts way before. I think most Americans would say. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But please at least include some type of plan for the border itself in your overall plan. Because they seem to want to do nothing, nothing at the border to stop any of this. You know, she really said we can't just concentrate on the border. I mean, call me crazy, but I think that's why we have, you know, 50 senators or, well, 100 senators and like 400 some odd Congress people and a whole fucking federal and state government, like, organization so that we can concentrate on more than one thing and we can focus <laughs> on things and take care of them. If the government's not doing what the government's getting paid buku crazy dollars to do, then, you know, ab I'm an ab abolitionist at this point. So, <laughs> Brit, Brit uh, I, no, go ahead. I wanted to no, add to I just, like, that's a silly thing to say. Yeah, it's but, it's ridiculous. Know, they're all silly, so. um, I'm trying to see who said this. There's a quote in this article that says the administration and Congress have to come together to offer a clear strategy for how to deal with what is a new reality in the region being driven by uh, in the short term by COVID and climate change. The two religions of the left. Whoever said that, again, we, we elect the dumbest among us. So they definitely qualify as one of the dumbest among us. Um, and for some reason, we give them control of our country. Um, this is not that. This is uh, this is people being desperate. And uh, I have a whole series of stories that I'll talk about why the why the surge is actually happening. It's kind of interesting. But this surge is happening because as screwed up as we are, we are still the brightest light on this freaking planet. We are the place everybody wants to come. We are still the luckiest bastards on this planet. As screwed up as we are right now, we are so privileged to be here. We 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 can go get food whenever we want. Although, you know what? I've noticed at the stores it's getting slimmer and slimmer pickings. Uh, we have electricity every day. We have fresh water delivered to our house. We can poop inside of our house, and it gets washed away and treated and sent out to the ocean. Um, out to the ocean? JV, I, I know you shake your head when I say that. No, yeah, I, it goes I, to a I, plant, I, I, and then I, that water gets sent out. I don't shake my head because you said you use that goes, example quite a bit. Yeah, that, that's why I, that's why I was shaking my head. You refer to poop a lot on this show. That's all. 
because think about that luxury. That is the ultimate in luxury. And if you're really luxurious, you have a bidet. But they're 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 mm-hmm. most pla- no, I shouldn't say most probably just shy of half the, the world's population. They have to dig a hole and go outside. They don't have plumbing like we. I'm just saying it, it's part of our luxury that we don't even think about. And our country is screwed up, True. and we are going to piss this away. We are going to piss this away, and and the people that are going to make this happen are going to be in the ditch with us, and they're going to be the ones that are going to look to us to save them. And then we, as God-fearing, I'm not necessarily a religious person, but as God-fearing or, or, or moral people that have hearts, we're going to have to look at them and decide, shit, do I take your dead baggage on? You, you put us here. Maybe I should just let you figure it out and just take care of my own. We are going to have to make that hard decision in life. We are At some point, we are going to have to look other humans in the eyes and go, mm, I got to take care of my kids first. Sorry, you're on your own. And they did that to us. And our government's going to do that to us. I think part of the definition of being a first world nation would include indoor plumbing and, and sewage. I think that's kind of it. And that's you're, you're defining the differences between a first world and a third world existence. Yeah. Uh, and and these these people that are storming across our border, as was pointed out, to the tune of something like two million people this year, uh, they're economic refugees. These are people looking for free health care, free education. Uh, welfare programs, and all of the other things that the federal government is handing out to not just people at the border, but also a lot of Americans as well. Britt, do you want to take it or do you want me to go around again? You, I think you've got something you want to go to. Well, you know, since we're, ta- since we're talking about first world, third world, et cetera, so I stumbled, across this ar- I stumbled across an article today that made me think, huh, and then I remember this article. So this guy, I remember when this came out. This is from, this is from 20, uh, April 22nd, 2020. So I remember reading this article back then, and this poor bastard, Bronson, took a shellacking. But basically he was saying that the lockdowns are going to cause hundreds of millions of people to die from starvation around the world. And he got slaughtered. I don't know if you remember this, L, but he got slaughtered. So then I, do remember this. I ran across this article. Yeah, and then I ran across this article today, and there's a couple other ones I have. But but they all basically say the same. So so this is Oxfam. They're they're a feed the world kind of people, and they work with the UN, and they yeah, they take care of third world countries, starving people, etc. But the humanitarian group uh, said that 155 million people around the world now live in a, at a crisis level of food insecurity, or worse, uh, uh, some 20 million more than last year. Which is you know if you kind of that's kind of half of the COVID time. Um, the anti-poverty group organization said 11 people die of hunger of hunger each minute in the world. 11 people, only seven people a minute die of COVID. So the lockdowns that shut down all this production, L in America and other parts of the world, Western world, that generate a lot of food that we then ship off via UNICEF and the UN and private charities to these third world countries. We basically plowed that food under, and we're not making it. So there are. There is a starvation crisis going on right now in these third worlds and poorer countries, maybe second world, um, that the media is not even touching. But it is, mm-hmm. I mean, how long is it going to take us to recover and then be able to help all these poor countries again? Well, I think that all of that's by design because they need to keep the activist or the performative activist types outraged about some very specific things at the, at the same time. And as of right now, if they started drawing attention to how damaging these lockdowns have been to the well to everybody uh, in particular, but there tends to be a very uh, sacrificial lamb kind of feeling about 
uh, you know, first world countries. But if they were talking about the horrible things that are happening happening to third world countries enough, uh, people might actually start being aware of the, the lasting, damaging, uh, worldwide effects of this, uh, you know, COVID hysteria that might actually get them to change their minds. So they're not drawing too much attention to it yet. And also Oxfam is a terrible organization. They had all sorts of, uh, if you look up in uh, 2018, they got nailed for all kinds of sex trafficking scandals. I can't believe they're still functioning as a group wow. uh, in general. And I have one last thing to say, because, uh, you know, I made this graphic. <laughs> <laughs> Agenda 21. No, um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's all by design. They want to keep that. If, if everyone's outraged about too many things at once, then they can't be effective in, in getting people's uh, votes and 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 just capture their their attention quite like they can if they're on message with one or two things at the same time. Like they're talking about climate change now, which has always been the thing. But uh, like Peter Daszak, the EcoHealth Alliance, all of those people, they always say that viruses are caused by climate change, by people farming. You know, it's an attack on farmers and it's it's attack on uh, people. And also, I did want to correct myself about the whole climate change thing on Monday night or I'm sorry. Yeah, Monday night. Sorry. Uh, on Monday night, we were talking about the um, OSHA regulations with the uh, heat index. And I said that I thought maybe it was uh -huh. a good idea because uh, workers do die. I found out that the uh, Biden wants to change outdoor heating regulations for for overheating workers or, or something like basically like what qu qualifies as extreme heat for workers outdoors with OSHA. Uh, the, the threshold is 80 degrees Fahrenheit. So I apologize for that because 80 degrees Fahrenheit is not that hot. And it's like 80 nope. degrees Fahrenheit at least half the year in Alabama. So uh, on, on Monday night, I was speaking kind of like, I was like, eh, you know, that might be a good idea. I, I recant my statement and I apologize for being wrong. <laughs> um, but <laughs> okay. that's, well, that's hey, it. At least, you're, at, least you're, at least you're responsible enough to do that. So Sean, so then there's... The, yeah. As I'm perusing, I run across this one. So this is this is India, which is uh, I mean, would would India be considered maybe top of second world, bottom of third world country, or top of second, bottom of first world country? But they're having a huge problem over their mass starvation. I mean, they they basically have soup kitchen lines like we did in the 20s. But the last line in this uh, article, and now this article links to about seven other studies of the world famine that's going on right now because of the lack of production and the ability of all this food to be shipped out. But the last line here is that, I, that I highlight says, by the time a famine is declared officially, it's already too late. So India is already having people die. India has soup lines. I, I, I see this, and it just blows my mind that our politicians weren't smart enough to see this. We're not smart enough to to war game this out. If we shut the food production down, this is what happens. Now, do did they, are they just design. completely oblivious to the? Yeah, is it completely? That's my question to you, Sean. Are they completely oblivious to the decisions that they're making, or are they doing this on purpose? Well, you have to ask that question, right? You have to ask that question. There's only so there's only a certain amount of wrong you can be over and over and over again until we have to just rule out incompetence, right? There's no way, right? right? Let's say you're a weather. Everyone loves to take a dump on weathermen, right? The weatherman, weather woman. Oh, they said it was going to rain. You try predicting the weather. It's not, it's not easy, right? But everyone wants to say, you know, think about it. If you're, you get mad when the weatherman's wrong once, right? You get mad when the TV meteorologist is wrong once. If he says it's going to be sunny tomorrow and it rains, you're pissed off. 
if that person was wrong, let's say, you know, a week, two weeks in a row, they're done. They're like, listen, man, you can't come on our news. You're giving us a bad name. This administration has been wrong since the day this man was illegitimately sworn in. Okay. And so now they've been, they've been wrong about Afghanistan. They were wrong about energy independence. They were wrong about North Korea. They were wrong about the border. They were wrong about everything. Wrong about COVID, wrong about masks, wrong about the vaccine. The fact that the damn thing doesn't keep you from getting sick. They call it a breakthrough case. The real breakthrough cases are the people like us. Anyone who's got antibodies. Hello to the antibody club out there. We are, you know, we have better immunity than those who are vaccinated, right? But that doesn't count. When we get through all of that, there is only a certain amount of, of wrong decisions or bad decisions somebody can make until you have to ask yourself, is this being done on purpose? Was Afghanistan done by design? Did we just leave the weapons back because we forgot about them and it was a, too much of a crazy situation? Or did we intentionally screw things up because so much went wrong in Afghanistan successively that you have to question, are these people that bad at their job or are they doing this on purpose? Look at the border. They could have stopped this. There's 15,000 people underneath a bridge in Texas right now. This didn't have to be that bad. But how did we get there? Are you telling me the entire cabinet is incompetent? Then something's got to be done. But I don't think that's the case. I think this is being done on purpose because there's no other way to explain it. There's no other way to explain it. There's no way these people are all that bad at their jobs. It's just not possible. I agree with you a thousand percent. And there's a great interview that happened yeah. on Glenn Beck today or yesterday with uh, President Trump. And Glenn Beck asked President Trump about the equipment being left behind. And and, and I don't know if you heard this, but it, it, Trump basically said uh, that, guy was a, that guy was a dumbass. Uh, he basically said, I told General Milley, I want every bolt, I want every nail, I want every tent, I want every helicopter, I want every Hummerback, I want all, and General, he goes, and then and in Trump's great voice of imitating the general, and he said, it's just cheaper to leave him over there. And Trump was like, what do you mean? We got a $40 million jet. I just need a, I need a tank of fuel and a pilot. We're already paying him. Send him over there and get. So Trump went off and basically told the military, I want everything back. And the military didn't do it. So, JV, my question to you about all of this crap that's going on. We are decimating the third world countries with this COVID lockdown. And they are truly now really starving. I mean, they don't even have the free food from UNICEF anymore. You know, they don't have Sally Struthers over there handing out sandwiches or whatever. <laughs> Sally Struthers, that was her name, right? Yes. Um, the one we always see at night, late at night. That, that, that song that makes you cry. What's the name of that song? The really no, teary song. Get money. Are you talking about money. the Sarah McLaughlin um, song? We don't have any. Yes, exactly. The one that makes you cry. They play with all the pets, EDI too. Petey uses whatever. it. Yeah. yeah, something like that. But, JV, my question to you is, 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 is or, or my statement and, and thought process, or I want to hear you expound on, is that since we are genuinely, truly, really starving the shit out of these third world countries, I mean, they're coming extra hard because there is no food now. There's no there's no programs because we we don't have the food to give them because we didn't make it. And that's part of why they're coming here is that they, they truly are starving like mofos. Well, let me first say that I think the only president that uh, asked to get a Hummer back and actually got it was Clinton. Um, but um, as far as food <laughs> supply, that's it? Only oh, Brit damn. laughs to, at that? That took me a second. Holy shit. Anyway. Um, that was one of the hand grenade ones. Yeah. Um, 
Listen, it took a, it took, a, it took a little bit to get to the uh, punchline. Yeah, no, that the punchline really was delivered. It took a lot. Was like. <laughs> Anyway, you don't have to go very far to see what these lockdowns have done. And again, whether it's intentional or it's uh, it's just incompetence, isn't re- it doesn't really change it. It you go to your own grocery store. I know here in Cooperstown, I go to the store and I try to, and it sounds cliche ish, but just to buy a loaf of bread, I go to the aisle and the, all the the shelves are empty. You know, so I have to take what I can get. I like a specific kind of bread. I never had a problem getting this specific kind of bread in the past. I put butter on it. I put peanut butter on it. I eat it late at night as a snack. I can't get that bread. So we're, are they not making the bread? I, you know, I don't know what's happening here. But I know that products are not getting to our stores, let alone getting to third world nations that may need it. And and I won't put all politicians into this into this bucket here. When things were being shut down, there were many politicians. They were scolded. They were chided. They were silenced, whether it was on mainstream media or in social media. But they knew this would happen. They said this would happen. Donald Trump was one of those politicians. They said you can't shut everything down and then expect the economy to operate and supply the goods and services that we need to survive. It doesn't work that way. But I also think this goes to the same notion that people like AOC and these other idiots have that, you know what, we can we can uh, ban evictions on, on tenants who don't pay rent because landlords have deep pockets. They'll just keep paying it because they're rich and they just money just keeps flowing out of them uh, and they'll keep paying it. It's the same concept. Oh, well, we can shut down everything. We'll still be producing everything. We're America. It'll still happen. Well, it doesn't still happen. When you close things down, things don't get produced. When you tax businesses into submission, they stop being productive. This is all economics 101. The left doesn't understand it. It applies to food. It applies to every product. It applies to car. Try go buying a car right now. You can't get cars at a reasonable price right now. Um, you know, things used cars are twenty percent over what they were sold as new. It's it's crazy. Our supply chains have been devastated by the left's actions, and the more that Biden and his people throw more regulations onto these people, and actually the specter of the possibility of these regulations makes them start to shut down and start to revamp their operations we're seeing you know we we, we again made this comparison between a first world nation and a third world nation we're starting to look like a third world nation because our leaders the people who are in power right now are legislating and edicting like third world dictators it's there's no mystery here yeah, you're. I, 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 the level that they're going to. I mean, I, I kind of look at Australia, and we're like, we're like a year behind Australia. And Australia, um, I have a video here. I'm going to play in a second, but Australia, the the protests, the the hardcore protests started about three weeks ago, a month now, where the people really have started to break and come out and push. So this video comes out of Australia, and the and the Australian police are literally just opening fire on these protesters. So the left cheered when Australia gave up their guns. What was that? Uh, about uh, ten years ago now, um, and now their government is just opening fire on them. So what? So so you see you see this photo that's in this thing. You see that little red arrow? If you can see that, that's a dude right there standing with his hands up. So when I play the video, watch the top of that tree, and that guy will stop. He will kind of. It looks like he's kind of standing up, puts his hands up like he's complying with the police, and they shoot him anyways.
So he's standing up right there. I'm, I'm, I'm complying. Boom, he just gets hit and goes down. But what are they shooting at? All these people are running away from them. They're not lined up. And then they swarm that guy and they arrest him. But he, he, they're not lined up like they're going to be throwing rocks at the police. They're running away. They're scattered. L. I mean, I, I get the people starting to push back, but the police are starting to really go over the line here. Now, they say they're using rubber bullets and less, less than lethal to. munitions. Yeah, but we, but we know what that's all about. But how long until they're using real bullets or how long till they're throwing us in camps? I mean, this is insane. I mean, they're building the camps in Australia now. So probably the end of this year when the first right. it's the Wellspring camp pops up. So, uh, you know, I hate to admit that some of these defund the police people might have been right. <laughs> but that's, uh, uh, you I, know, anyone who is anyone who is just doing their job at this point and is enforcing rules like this and are turning on citizens for trying to live freely is an enemy of me and whoever that may be who like whatever entity they work for they're an enemy of the people and uh, in australia at least and you know potentially quite quickly here it could very well become the police and uh i think that's been a rude awakening you know but it, there's so many people that are just following orders that are will turn on you in a second and there's nothing you can do about it other than fight back still. Exactly. So it's scary. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback off of that to you, Sean, off of what L just said. There was a video and I just ran out of time. I couldn't clip it because the show had to start, but there is video of these, uh, this police line pushing through people and the Aussies are yelling at him and the cop, the cop actually turns around and go, it goes, mate, this is my job. This is all I'm skilled at. I have no other skills and I have a family to feed. So just go home. Something along those lines. But the cop actually responded with, this is my job. I'm just doing my job. It's all I can do. How far? I mean, Australia, I am, number one, I just have to say, Sean, that I am floored that Australia is where it's at right now. It's one of the last countries I expected to be like this because, you know, everything's bigger and everything kills you down there. So I didn't think the government would go after its own people. But when when does how number one how far does it go in australia and number two when does that start showing up here that level of of pushing from the police well if the police are going to push the people the people can't have guns that's the point right that's why they don't have guns in australia and that's why the police are able to do what they're doing in australia it comes here when we give up our guns that's the point that's it right and and it's not going to be hard for the government to take the guns if we continue to lie down and take all these other mandates as if they're, you know, for some sort of public good, right? Because it's a quote-unquote public health emergency. A virus with a 99.98% survival rate is a public health emergency. What part of those odds scream emergency? I get it. There have been a lot of people who died, and I'm not saying it can't kill you. But those people who are at risk need to be the ones taking the precautions. The rest of us need to live. But if we take the 99.98 survival rate and the Democrats go ahead and weaponize that and say, well, you know what? You got less of a chance of surviving the gun violence epidemic that we're seeing in the country. And they start to talk about guns like it's a public health emergency. What is going to stop government there then from issuing mandates about firearms, issuing mandates about the fact that, no, you can't have this type of weapon, issuing mandates that say you must surrender your firearms to us? Don't worry, guys. It's only 
going to be two weeks. We'll give them back. Remember? And nobody <laughs> will remember 15 days to slow the spread, which we are now on day 561 of. And then we will be a disarmed, officially neutered American population, and we will get steamrolled. So if and when that happens, that will be why. The reason why it's happening in Australia and the reason why it happened in Venezuela where people were running over, where the military were running over civilians in tanks in the middle of a protest is because the people weren't armed. In America, the people are armed. There are more guns than citizens. If they try that crap, they're in for it. I don't think it's ever going to get to that point because I don't think people are going to give up their guns that easily. I think I lost all my guns in a boating I, accident. Yeah, I did too. It was really sad. JV. All my, all my ammo went down a gopher hole. Comment- it was so tragic. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought another thousand rounds of two, two, three the other day. So <sighs> I keep building oh, that yeah. stockpile up anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, JV comment on whatever you want and uh, it's all yours. Well, I mean, we actually got a glimpse of this um, back in January when Milley uh, had his little secret meeting with the generals and talking with Pelosi, and he said, "We have the guns; we can enforce whatever we want to enforce." That was the that, you know that was the military actually showing what it is capable of when you've got a government as corrupt as the one that we've got right now, and and, and what we had that was undermining uh, President Trump for four years as well. So this is not I, you know I watched that video, Brett. My, my I have a lot of questions. I don't know what the circumstances are. I, my first thought is I hope that's less than lethal ammunition. I don't know. You said they said they were using rubber bullets. I think it was. Yeah, but I mean, that's what they you said know, they were using. What what causes police to fire on a crowd that is running away? Doesn't look violent. Maybe we missed something. I don't know. But man, uh, to say it's scary times is is an understatement. Um, and in the meantime, we talked a lot about immigrants being uh, basically treated with kid gloves by this administration. However, our our own service personnel, men and women, are not giving. I'm sorry, that's the wrong one. Are not being given the same. Uh, considerations. The Biden administration strongly opposes an honorable discharge for service members who refuse to take the COVID-19 vaccination. Now, we all know that uh, the military has now mandated that all military personnel be vaccinated, and there's a rolling scale as to which branch of the service you're in and when you have to have this vaccination. It looks like it's kind of all uh, trans um, buyers through December of this year. So there are a lot of people that just still do not want to take this vaccination, as we know, with good reason. And if nothing else, they should be given the option to be uh, discharged from the military with an honorable discharge. The Biden administration opposes that, L. They want to give them a dishonorable discharge for not being willing to take, be willing to inject this substance into their bodies. Wow. That's I hadn't I hadn't seen that yet. That's pretty uh, terrible. I think at this point, with with all of it, with the with the military, with hospital workers, I saw that um, Hochul Hochul, the new governor of New York. I don't know how to say her Hochul. name, Kathy Hochul. Hochul. Right. Uh oh. What, What's that, Sean? It's Cuomo and address. Okay. <laughs> Cuomo and address. Well, that's true. Happy <laughs> this is Cuomo in a dress. Okay. She kind of she looks like it, to be quite honest. <laughs> it's like Scooby Doo. Um, if you if you pull her face off, she's underneath. Mask, I'm telling right? you. Okay, there sorry. we go. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. I inter- I interrupt people all the time. It's all good. Um, <laughs> uh, like I think it's good to like collaborate. Anyways, um, 
but she was saying, you know how there was the hospital up in New York that said a couple weeks ago that they were going to pause births uh, after two weeks because they didn't have enough people that she's saying that they're going to start letting uh, immigrant workers work in the hospitals to replace people. So they they absolutely will do anything other than allow people to make their own medical decisions. And it's garbage. But we're, I mean, we're playing we're playing chicken right now and facing off and at the very end of the day they need us more than we need them and we've got a solid 40 to 45 percent of people i mean at least from what i understand uh that just flat out aren't gonna get it haven't gotten it won't get it and everyone who's wanted to get it by now has gotten it and they keep acting like people are too dumb to go to the kroger or the cvs to get one and they keep a bit like anyways um I didn't know about the military though. That's that's awful. They really, really hate our military service members. It's apparent in everything that they do. So, Sean, I want to I want to pick up on another story that's related to this. Um, feel free to comment on either one though. But the Freedom Caucus in the uh, House of Representatives is encouraging Republicans to oppose a def- the defense bill because within this defense bill there is a draft our daughters provision. This uh, the House Freedom Caucus is urging the Republican Party to oppose the defense bill over a provision that would require women to register for the draft. Um, the amendment was originally proposed in the House Armed Services Committee by Rep. Chrissy Hollihan, Democrat, of course, and it passed the committee in the beginning of September. When Hollihan introduced the amendment, she argued that not having women in the draft made it seem as though their role was less important. I'm going to leave it there. Um, you comment on either. Okay. No worries. Well, uh, to the first, to the, uh, the the first article about the military with the vaccine. I mean, this is very. It's it's easy to see. Kind of, you know, they've already tried to sh- to force some type of woke stuff into the military. Look at Millie defending critical race theory. Now, anybody who's serving, who vehemently uh, uh, refuses to take the vaccine and does not want to take the vaccine essentially is going to, and they're not going to be given the honorable discharge. They're going to make enemies of themselves, of the the government and, and, and all of that. So this is essentially a way to purge the military, you know, to an extent to force those folks out. Okay. Because they don't want those folks in there to begin with. They all, they want the military to be people who are subservient to them and their ideology and folks who willingly take the vaccine, you know, who willingly comply, you know, who don't need to be demanded or instructed or or thoroughly convinced through rational thought to do something. They don't care if it makes sense. They're just going to do it. That's what the left wants their military to be. They don't want rebels. They don't want righteous people. They don't want people using their heads. They want slaves, essentially. That's exactly what they want. So mandating the vaccine helps get rid of some of the people that they don't really want around to begin with. Now looking at this draft our daughters provision, because everything's got to be all about (laughs) equality, the left is bringing everything full circle. Protect this, protect that, protect this, protect that until we've banned everybody and now we're protecting no one. They're telling you that we have to, you know, you can't put your hands on a woman. And I agree with that. They, you know, believe all women and all of this. Now you're going to mandate that women are are, are going to uh, essentially sign themselves up for the draft at this point in time. That's insanity. Draft our daughters. You know, there are there there is a 
again, there's just a, a breakdown in society right now over what makes sense and what doesn't. And, and it's all about values. Everyone seems to have lost a certain set of values that, that have pushed us to be who we are. And it's been washed away. And I believe intentionally because once you get rid of those values, you get rid of the traditions. And once you, once you take the pinstripes away from the New York Yankees, what are they? They're nothing. You can't, you won't be able to tell them from anybody else, right? So you erase the tradition. You've erased what makes America great. And that's what they're after. Britt, uh, another quote. The pinstripes make the Yankees? Tradition makes the Yankees, for sure. Oh, fair enough. Um, Britt, this uh, congresswoman also said that uh, this sends a message to women, if, if they weren't included in the draft, it sends a message to women that not only are they not vital to the defense of the country, but also that they're not expected to per- not. participate in defending it. Um, two points, Britt. One is... Uh, What's more important here, sending the right quote unquote message or the actual defense and uh, of the of the country and the effectiveness of the military? And the second part of this is you have a daughter. I have a daughter. There's no way in hell I would allow the government to take my daughter at 18 years old and ship her off to fight in a combat role in a foreign land. No fucking way. I agree with that. So I'm going to back up to the subject of the uh, dishonorable discharge and the vax. So Sean was pointing out it's going to be an easy way to route out the maggots, as they call us, the maggots who they don't want. So a dishonorable discharge is reserved for truly reprehensible crimes such as murder, manslaughter, sexual assault, and desertion. Those who receive a dishonorable discharge will lose their military benefits and are forbidden from owning firearms as a civilian. There you go. It always comes back to guns. I told you. Holy they shit. Don't. So run them, run them out, you lose your benefits, and you don't get to own firearms. So wow. put that in your craw and smoke it. Um, as to our daughters, you know what? If, if, a, if, a, if, a, if a woman wants to fight, she can sign up. She doesn't have to be drafted. She can sign up. We don't need to draft them. That's for us stupid boys. Us stupid men, we'll get drafted and we'll go fight because we like to break things and blow shit up. It's what we do. We make we make guns out of wood sticks from trees. I mean, it's what we it's what we're good at. We're good at blowing shit up and breaking stuff. Let us go. But uh, again, I, I I go back to the agendas. I go back to the Davos group and 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 all the shit. God, go back to true. some of the early days of Glenn Beck. Yeah, of Glenn Beck and his chalkboard lectures. They are so educational on how Hydra works and how our government works. and Everything is intertwined, and this is being done on purpose. They cannot bring the rest of the world up to our standard. They just can't. We are so far ahead of everybody. True capitalism took this little spot of land on this planet and shot us into the future so far ahead of everybody else. The only reason everybody else on this planet lives at the level they do is because of this little country called America. That's all. That's the only reason why. Because we have an incentive to invent and grow and make shit. And the lazy man is the best inventor because he wants to get out of work, but he works really hard to make that thing, to get him out of work. But that benefits the rest of the world's citizenry. And that is because of capitalism. Because if I take the time to make something, I can sell it and make more money, and I can live better. And then that salesman can go out and sell that thing to whoever, and then he makes more money, and he can live better. And that's what America's founded on. And they hate that. The Davos crowd hates that because they truly believe, they truly believe 
that we peasants, we serfs, we're going to use up all the resources in the world, and then no one's going to survive. So they've got to stop us from using up the resources. They truly want Hunger Games. We live on the outside of the walls and beg for scraps while they live elegantly. And the only thing that screwed them up is A, Donald Trump. Donald Trump was not supposed to win, just like Ronald Reagan was not supposed to win. And we have so many damn guns and so much ammunition that it is a huge speed bump for them. And we can't give it up. Now, with that in mind, think of it this way. I heard this uh, articulated out today. If they purge all the maggots out of the military and then they purge all the maggots out of the police forces, now they have their little left-wing military and left-wing police forces that have guns. So basically what's going to roll down to, JV, is they're going to have control of the big cities and we're all going to live out in the country. And you know what? I'm totally cool with that. Fuck you. I am you, fine you stay with in your that. Cities. Yeah. You stay in your cities. Just stay there. Oh, I'll no. The not country. the cities. You do your... You do your yeah. Don't don't throw me into the prior patch. No, go, we'll farm and send you in food. To, I can't go you know, to Manhattan anymore. Shit. No, no, please, no. So, so, but that's that's how it boils, that's what it boils right down to. And that's what the yeah, and that's what but Sorry. that's what the plan is. The purge the maggots out of the people with the weapons on their side that they can control, which is the military and the police forces within the big cities. Uh, out in the country, it's a whole different animal, and that's where I want to live anyways. I want my 5,000 acres, I want my home right in the middle of it, and I want a big sign that says, get the fuck off my lawn. Leave <laughs> yeah. me alone. Now, I'm laughing here because um, there's a new there's a t-shirt in the works here, but uh, he cute in our YouTube chat said we need to bomb the shit out of him. Sean, <laughs> 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 you missed it, but Absolutely. Uh, one, one of Britt's famous quotes, and I included it in a little tribute video that I made last night. For that compilation our, was incredible. For our 100th episode, uh, Britt uh, is talking about Timothy McVeigh, and instead of saying the Timothy McVeigh bombing, he says the Timothy Veigh Mick bombing. And uh, so chat, oh. chat's been run, running with it. It's a bit funny. Um, I hesitate to bring up this particular article, but as I read it, I thought, you know, there are some important points here, and I don't want to get into the, the debate about abortion itself but uh, Megan Rapinoe and 500 other female athletes urged the Supreme Court to reject the Mississippi abortion law. Uh, there are more than 500 uh, female athletes that signed an amicus brief on Monday, which they called on the U.S. Supreme Court to reject this Mississippi law that would make abortions performed after 15 weeks of pregnancy unlawful. The athletes stated in their brief they are, quote, united in their deeply held belief that women's athletics could not have reached its current level of participation and success without the right to abortion. Jesus. That seems a little trite to me, Elle. Um, as far as reasonings to justify abortion, that one seems pretty trite. I killed my baby to succeed at women's soccer. Fuck. My God. What? What kind of... A, I think... I... The amount of women who see shunning traditional gender roles as empowering and fail to see how manipulative it is uh, to rob them of their best years and their the most formulative things. I mean, I totally got indoctrinated into it. I'm 31 years old and I wish that I had kids and had settled down young and had like figured out my life. But instead, I was like a feminist talking about fascism on Facebook. And I can never get those years back, honestly. It's, I mean, Megan Rapinoe is one of the most despicable women on this planet. And just 
you know, getting an abortion to play women's soccer is just a, the lowest of the low, honestly. That's about all I got to say about that. But Sean, it's, just, it's just demonic. It is. It's straight up demonic. It is. <laughs> Sean Megan Rapinoe also says here, physically, we push ourselves to the absolute limits. So we have forces within this country trying to deny us control over our own bodies. It's infuriating and un-American. That argument seems to only apply to one, I guess, debate at this point. When it comes to control of our own bodies, doesn't it? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. You know, you have to you have to think about something. Let's talk about the. I don't want to go too crazy into this, but you know, when you say "my body, my choice," okay, this is under the assumption that okay, the the woman's body is only the woman's body. But if you start to talk about something with a beating heart within your body. Do you have the right to stop that heart from beating? And if you've determined that you do, I need to know when you've determined that you can't. Because if you can stop a beating heart after six weeks, when is it not okay to stop the beating heart? Okay? We've seen in Virginia the term and the practice that Northam has talked about post-birth abortion. That is not a thing. That's called killing a baby. That is that is straight up. That's not the right wing saying, you know, or or somebody who's extremely faithful or 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 just someone who's done their research coming up and saying life begins at conception. And you can make the argument that okay, you have a ball of cells, and what is it until there's this, that, and the other thing? Post birth is post birth. Once that child is born. That is a U.S. citizen. You are not allowed to kill that human being. Yet that was what was being done in Virginia. So for Megan Rapinoe to talk about this, this practice and then to think about my body, my choice. Well, is it your right to choose to end a beating heart within your body? Because getting a vaccine right now is my body. And it's my choice whether or not I want it. And I'm not affecting another beating heart within me. But if that is going to be affected, if you are going to make that argument, what I need to know before saying yes or no, that I agree or disagree, is when are you not allowed to stop the heartbeat? Because if you're telling me when you're allowed to do it, I need to know when that is absolutely going to stop. Because once you start legalizing that, we are in huge trouble it's all about precedent well put sean slippery uh, slope to death panels yeah yeah excellent points <laughs> uh, in, how, old, in a, how old is megan i don't know megan rapinoe i don't know like like 39 30, 30 is so she that I, old? i'm saying i'm saying i think she's in her 30s so say she's 35 so i'm okay with stopping the beating heart up to 35 yeah. <laughs> well, whatever all, age she is, then up we're to all that in age. trouble. Then we're all in trouble. Okay, so listen. I'm good. Um, so you, you see a lot of people though. You see a lot of people make the argument though that because they're not sentient and because they don't, and so it's like, okay, so what about people who have mental disabilities? Right. Like people with, you know, like where does it stop? Like Sean said, and that uh, you have a lot of people when they're legitimizing abortion and stuff. They'll talk about people that uh, grew up in in foster care or who were adopted, who had a hard childhood, or that you know have disabilities. I mean, they're straight up saying because you were you grew up in foster care or because you have a disability, you know that you like you would have rather been aborted. Like it's the 
arguments that start coming out are just heinous. Yeah, take a look at <laughs> take a look at the history of uh, success in America. You'll find that some of our most our most successful citizens had a lot of hardship growing up in one form or another. A lot of uh, without parents or or living in foster care or with disabilities of some sort, and they become the most productive and the most uh, ingenious of our of our population. In a footnote in this uh, this article from these athletes, Brit, it says although the terms. This is, this is almost comical. Although the terms woman and female are used in this brief, people of all gender identities can and do become pregnant and seek to abort, seek abortion services. Accordingly, the amicus are current and former athletes who are and were at some point able to become pregnant, regardless of gender, gender identity. So you've got a man that turns into a woman, becomes a birthing person, gets pregnant, and then wants an abortion. The whole thing is fucking lunacy. Um, honestly, JV, I, I, I can't add any more than what you just said. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I don't know. I, I, I do not know why we're, we're, we're falling on this sword of, uh, words mean things for a reason. So language makes sense. And I'm sorry, but I can't use the, they, or the bing bong boom or, or whatever. I, I, I don't get what? it. I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it. Just, just the pronouns and the, you got to use certain no, terms no, no, no. and, you know, it's like, ah, man, someone shoot me now, please. Before the, Did y'all see this? I, I don't oh, get sorry. it. Like they, there's a re, oh, got, uh, ACLU. <laughs> ACLU shared a tweet. Uh, this was a couple of days ago from Ruth Bader Ginsburg talking about abortion and in, like where it says person and there and people and there. That was she was referring directly to women. And the ACLU thought that Ruth Bader Ginsburg championing for abortion was not enough, and so they went and turned all of the like ones that said like female uh female or women and change it to there in person oh it's just God. like there's there's no oh shit uh, there's like no amount of wokeness that you can reach for these people i just I, ugh, it's like so, garbage okay so let's okay we're gonna brass tax this this is what it is <laughs> we have two oceans on each side of our country which saves us from being invaded left and right like england france spain you know uh, italy i mean they're, they're all surrounded by people and they get so they they have a lot of fighting over there we don't have that we have an amazing country we live in such luxury for so damn long that we can go down this stupid rabbit hole there is a study it was called the rat utopia study i heard about it on the tim pool show i looked it up and i read it it's a really interesting read they took these rats they put them in a rat cage and they gave them all the food that they they wanted they had all the water they wanted they never went they never had to fight for anything they were just given everything and what happened is they eventually destroyed themselves they uh it talks about how some got obsessed with just grooming themselves and that's all they would do and others they stopped having sex they stopped reproducing they stopped they just they just destroyed themselves because they had everything. And that's that's what we're witnessing right now. It's the same thing that Rome went through, the decadence era, the decadence years. We we are so bored we are inventing problems because we don't have to go out and look for food. Do you think the kid in Ro uh, in Romania right now that's living in a, in a dirt floor hut, Romania, any of those countries, the third world, Baltic states, or we're going to Africa, Congo, Sudanese, um, you think those kids care about what they call them? I don't care what you call them. Just give me a sandwich. I like I like a handful of rice, please. You know, where am I going to The people in North Korea, you know why, you know why Kim Jong-un keeps them, or dictators keep their people starving? Because if they're starving, all they're looking for is their next meal, not how to overthrow their dictator. That's what this, that's what this is about. And we, in this country, are so damn spoiled, 
we can have these problems. We can have these arguments. But it's coming to an end. And I'm telling you, when we go to the store and this is what's going to happen. And, Sean, you mentioned a little bit about how the, the supplies are getting lower and lower. It's going to get to a point where then enough people are going to notice that there's not enough. Or it was JV, you were talking about the bread. Um, that there's not enough stuff in the shelves. And then we're going to start panic buying. And like we did the toilet paper in the beginning. I don't know why we panic bought toilet paper, but we did. Because <laughs> you were that's talking about poop so much. And then that's. Yeah. You know, and that's when the big cities are going to are gonna collapse. And that's when this. So that's what we're moving towards. And it's because it's we're in the decadent years of Rome. And if you look, if you look up the Rat Utopia experiment and read it, it's, it's an interesting read about how how the colony collapsed on itself. All right, I have a couple. And more, they had everything. A couple more points as it relates to this article, and I'm sorry we've gone overtime here. I hope folks don't mind that. Um, Bonus time. There is a USA swimmer and an Olympian, Chrissy Perham. Uh, Perham, I don't know. I've never heard of her, but she has a quote in here, L, which you're going to love. Uh, she had an abortion while she was in college, she says, and she says, my life would be drastically different if I had been pregnant and forced to sit out of the championship game because that race changed the course of my life. But see, having a baby will also change the course of your life in a different way, but it doesn't mean it would be awful. I just... I just weep for humanity, honestly. There's not, there's not a lot I can add to what we've already said. It's just... I weep for women who are, sh you know, shirking, you know, biology in, in, because they've been fed this lie that they need to be a certain like girl boss or whatever. It, 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 and that's such an empty, empty existence. And that's why they're never happy. And that's why they're never satisfied. And it's just, I mean, I'm not saying that having a baby will like, you know, change everything in your life and make you happy and satisfied, but there's nothing fulfilling about like, like, truly deeply fulfilling about pursuing like a i don't know maybe maybe there is maybe people are live for like corporate life but it's like or soccer what is she a soccer player what what sport was she megan soccer this mm -hmm. woman is a is a sw uh, usa swimmer oh boy like i just don't yeah I'm just, it makes um, me sad, makes uh, me sad and, and final point on this particular article uh in this brief they argue if the state compelled women athletes to carry pregnancies to term and give birth, it could derail women's athletic careers, academic futures, and economic livelihoods at a large scale. Such a fundamental restriction on bodily integrity and human autonomy would never be imposed on a male athlete, though he would be equally responsible for the pregnancy. So, Sean, some of this sounds like it's kind of it's kind of a uh, you know who's to blame kind of thing. Also. Aren't there other ways to prevent pregnancies? Aren't there other ways to kind of deal with these things if you just, you know, you kind of plan a little better and kind of think through things before acting? Yeah, um, there's one way that you could absolutely not get pregnant, and that's, you know, you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to uh, put yourself out there. <laughs> right. Um, let's let's just go on and say that, right? You know, these women. Well, we're not going to ban abortion because. You know what? What are they all getting pregnant? And no one says you have to ban it or anything like that. But you you can't act like by allowing abortion you're saving women swimming. Women, if this if this whole idea of if you're if you're if you're pregnant and you can't swim, then the women need to not get pregnant. This is an individual responsibility issue. But. The government does not want individuals to have responsibility because if they allow people to have responsibility and people learn to be responsible to take 
care of themselves, there will be no role for government in everyday life. And that would that would essentially make government obsolete. And they can't have that. They cannot have that. Nope. Uh, I have so many things that I didn't get to. I went long, Britt. I don't know if you want to take go go around one more time with something you've got or not. Um, but I'm going to save what I, got, I have I got here. A, I got a couple quick hits, like like a lightning round, like a lightning round. Um, and all I'm going to say on abortion is, I wish we would just go back to the safe, legal, and rare, like very rare. Like there is a spot for it. women shouldn't be dying in in alleys doing you know, illegal coat hanger type stuff. Safe, legal, and rare. Now it seems like it's just a choice. Um, and the men need to the mid need the men need to, to to condom up and be responsible. I mean, you're part of the whole process, so you know if you if if you don't. Well, what is that? Uh, what is that uh, meatloaf song? Uh, Sex by the dashboard lights or paradise no, by the dashboard pa- yeah, lights? Yeah, paradise by the dashboard you know? light. Yep. Let me you sleep know, on it. I, I love you, so I can get what I want. Yeah, let me sleep on it. All right, so I have this. I have this little thing. This this actually truly shocked the shit out of me, and, but then it didn't, which is really sad. That it didn't shock me. Survey, 23% of college students support violence to stop a speaker they disagree with. And then in the the part I highlighted down below, basically uh, they surveyed 37,000 students at 159 of America's largest and most prestigious campuses. L, 23% of college students want to shut down people they disagree with. I thought going to college was supposed to get you out of mommy's, uh, get you out of the nest, out of the protection of mommy's womb that keeps you warm and fuzzy and fed and prepare you for life. If we're not preparing no. them for life, how are they going to survive when they get out of college? Well, it happened to me. That's I went to an SEC school. I went to Auburn University in Alabama, and by all means, I should have not gotten fully. I did, shouldn't have gone down the like lefty pipeline, but I totally did um, because they appeal to emotions. They appeal to like lesser reasoning, and I, I fully fell for it. And of course, they don't want to hear what they don't want to hear. It's like you know when kids get angry at uh, their parents. I think you're kind of onto something there with like the whole parent authority thing. When they hear people saying things that they don't like, especially parents are like, <laughs> I don't know if y'all used to do this, but like if my parents would get onto me. I'd go into my room and I'd be like, like, I'd, like, like quietly though, like where they couldn't hear me. I'd be like, I hate you. Like talking like about my parents. Like it's, they, their brains are not finished functioning yet. Your brain is not fully function, uh, is not finished fully uh, forming until you're nearly 25. That's when your highest level reasoning, your highest abilities to empathize and to see eye to eye with people. Those uh, you know, synapses are not quite finished forming. And so you have a lot of people who have now been given, you know, adult level responsibilities for themselves with childlike, in, you know, they're still working with like teenager and kind of childlike impulses that they're growing out of slowly. But uh, yeah, of course, they want to punch people in the face. I've been labeled far right fascist, blah, blah, blah. And so like, of course, like, people like want to get like, angry and violent, like towards me. And like, I, you know, it, they think that they're justified in doing so because they're stupid. They're stupid children are not finished growing up. And I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you, we're going to have so many grifters over the next few years who are going to like say that they've like woken up from this, which I mean, whatever. I mean, I guess I did the same thing. So I guess I'm guilty of it. But like, there's going to be so many people that are going to like realize how, how willfully they've been misled. And I mean, hopefully people will speak up about it. I don't know. But the, the level of indoctrination that's going on in college, I, I entered college in 2008 and it was kind of starting to go the woke route. And by about junior year, it was just full on terrible. Uh, I remember like my freshman year, yeah. I got 
I got like yelled at and call I got yelled at in class in one of my ethics classes for speaking uh against affirmative action and I remember feeling so like bad because I like disagreed with everyone in the class that like I changed my view to try to fit in with everyone. It was, yeah, it's sad. College is terrible. Don't go yeah, to college. A, there is a there there is a psychologist study out there. I read a couple days ago, maybe three days ago. But 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 what he was what the psychologist they studied a bunch of kids. What they're pointing out is that the indoctrination is so is so solid is so uh, effective in these colleges that there is a percentage of these kids coming out of college that they call super super woke or super washed. Because no matter what you show them, they will not come off of their beliefs at all. So, Sean, this is a lightning round. Going to change subjects. So, I ran across this tweet today. Uh, this lady, Jessica ba uh, Ballinger, she's a blue check mark, uh, whatever. I don't I guess she's special. Parker, which I'm assuming is her son. Parker, when I read him the headline that Pfizer's early result on their trials are showing that COVID vaccines are safe and effective for five to eleven year olds, and then she takes a photo of her kid. He's so happy. He's crying. What? are these parents doing to these kids that that they're putting them in such fear that they're crying that they get to get the jab from big pharma that they get to make big pharma another billion dollars this quarter but this kid is so damaged from his parents fear that he's crying that he he can now possibly get the vaccine which is not a vaccine yeah they're they're lying to the kids they're uh, essentially indoctrinating them, but they're using fear to gain lasting control over them. And they're getting them excited to take something that, that you know, they don't need to take. I'm not here to talk about whether it's safe, whether it's not safe, whether there's microchips. I'm just letting you know. They, kids are the ones that are the, that, that are the least likely to develop severe complications from the virus. Why must they be excited to take a vaccine? And by the way, you want to vaccinate your kid? Go vaccinate them. That's fine. But don't guilt them with the crying and the tears of joy. There's nothing patriotic about a vaccine or, oh, I'm doing my duty. Guys, it just, can we play it safe? But they're sacrificing the kids to the agenda. And that's what's the most disgusting thing that I can see. It's a sacrifice and it's, and it's horrible. Yeah. I, 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 I was floored when I saw, I, I, I try to protect my kids, but I try to teach them reality. Um, but putting a child in that kind of fear is that that to me is child abuse. That that I mean that that deserves a CPS uh, visit in my book. Um, so JV again switching subjects. Afghan migrants Afghan migrants get prayer rooms in schools. ACLU attacked over God and Pledge of Allegiance. Elk Grove Unified School District began offering culturally appropriated meals. Appropriate meals and setting aside rooms in many of its middle schools and high schools for prayers during Muslim holidays in preparation for the Afghan refugees that are coming. JV, I thought we weren't allowed to have God of any sort, any kind of religion, to do with our public schools. I thought the ACLU spent mounds of gold to make sure that, you know, that our kids have no idea what the founding of our country is on a Judeo-Christian type bedrock, but yet the Islam, the Muslims... I, why? 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 Well, why? You, you just why? you just you just explained it. Uh, if it has to do with Judeo-Christian values, which were the basically the foundation of our founding principles, then it's bad. 
Uh, if you if if you're Christian, if you're white, you know there are a whole bunch of things now that are no longer considered acceptable, and those things are going to be punished, and those things are going to going to be removed from schools, from institutions. But the, all the other things, it's not that religion is bad; it's just our religion or the Christian religion is bad. Uh, that's what's happening here. So you you explain that one. I want to go back to the to the point you made about the uh, the twenty three percent of students that say it's okay to use violence to stop a speaker. That's not just happening in colleges. I mean, that's our culture now. You know, the same mm-hmm. it's the same phenomena that makes people think it's okay to punch somebody as they're walking down the street, unspectingly just knock them out or knock them down or beat them up. It's the same uh, ideology that makes people think it's okay to break into a Target and steal everything that's on the shelves and, and walk out with it and be okay. And not even break into it, just do it in broad daylight in the middle of their business day. With, with impunity. It's that same mentality. It's the same mentality that makes these people think they, they can burn police cars or, or, or people's cars and just do it because they have a message they want to send. It's That's what this culture has become. It's been fueled by the left, and it's just getting worse. And then as far as this kid goes... We know what kind of kid this is, and we know what kind of parents these are. This kid doesn't call his his parents mom and dad; calls them by their first name. Um, this kid is the is the kid that's running all over the restaurant when you're sitting there trying to have a meal, and you're like, "Why aren't these parents controlling their kids?" Because there is no control. This is who this kid is, and this kid's life is going to be miserable because he's being taught to be miserable, which most of the left is. If they're not miserable, they're not happy, <laughs> right? Um, so, you know, we've seen it before. We've seen we've seen this this stuff before, and it's all a symptom of what the left is doing to our culture. Very sad, JV. Very sad. So, uh, real quick, I want to uh, a shout out to PQuest once again giving us another cookie. Thank you. Another cookie over on the Foxhole platform, the foxhole.app. The foxhole.app has some of the coolest chat functions. So, uh, you know, if you want to go over there. But hey, you know, it's, it's we're getting we're, wow, wow, we're 20 minutes over. Yeah. But hey, can you smash the like buttons? I mean, I'm noticing we got, you know, we got quite a few people in uh, YouTube, but you know, only half of you hit the like button. And if you can subscribe, Jeez, subscribe, subscribe. It helps us with the numbers. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you know, it helps us beat the algorithms because YouTube's keeping us down. Um, I am throttled like a mofo on Twitter right now because of stuff I said 2 days ago. They still haven't released me. But uh, yeah, if you could uh if you could uh smash the like button, Subscribe, and then we are also on podcasts, Apple and uh, Android. Just go to uh, your your app stores, and you can find us in there. The Independence King. We're also on Roku. Roku. If you have the Roku app on your TV, you can lay in bed and watch us. Uh, you know, clothing optional. Your call. Um, oh man. And uh, yeah, we'll be. <laughs> um, yeah. So pl- oh, please subscribe, follow, like all those things. We appreciate it. a lot of new names floating through the chat tonight. So thank you for joining us. Um, and I do want to mention that our, in fact, let me, I'm going to throw it in, into chat here, but our, the, the logo t-shirt that we have uh, is now available on, on our website at independencegang.com if you want to jump over there. We only have, what, small, medium, large, and extra large. We, we, part of our problem in getting right, our shirts yeah. made were that, was that they didn't have any 2XLs in stock to make for us. So um, just go to independencegang.com and look for the merch tab and you, you'll see those shirts there. And we're having other shirts. The McBombing shirt is coming. Promise. Promise. I'm, I'm getting that shirt. <laughs> it's coming, Sean. Thanks for being here, Sean. Yeah. What would what would what would uh, our pres our former president, hopefully be our next president, say about all this? Well, uh, 
I think what happened was uh, when you look at it, uh, you're dealing with an illegitimate person in the White House, if you can even call him a person. I don't think he's really much of a person anymore. He's more of a puppet when you look at it, and he's uh, he's got a lot of hard time getting up the stairs. Uh, he's a harder time getting up the stairs than he does going to the border when you think about it. So it's a terrible thing, and uh, we're headed in a, we're headed in an awful direction. But things are going to get a lot better as long as we stick together and stay strong, okay? Stick together, stay strong. We'll make America great again. Believe me. <laughs> That's so good. That is awesome. That's can, amazing. Can, can the president say McBombing? <laughs> we can talk about it all the time. You know, when you have McDonald's, uh, then you go to the bathroom. It's like a McBombing when you look at it. It's the same thing. White Castle, okay? The belly bobs, the McBomb, okay? The McBomb. When you think about it. <laughs> Oh, that's spectacular. He does say that. He does say it when you think yeah, about it Yeah, he does. All the time. He oh, does. Funny. You're so it's, good at that. It is. It's amazing. It's a true talent. Sean, thanks for being here tonight. I've been watching your thanks, stuff guys. on Twitter, too. you got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, where where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, Sean underscore Farish at S-H-A-W-N underscore F as in Frank A-R-A-S-H. You can find me there. Um, we're having a lot, we, I have a lot of fun on my page, so uh, come join the fun. L, you yeah, got, you do. you've got a ton of stuff going <laughs> on. Where can people find all of those things? Well, I made a new Twitter. I think I'm on account link number 22. It's at I spy a bitch, LOL, if you want to come find me. <laughs> and otherwise, you can find me at <laughs> www.somebitchtoldme.com or on Gab or Telegram as at some bitch I know. And I'm around. I'm doing a lot of stuff. I started a new live stream that's been going really well. I'm doing how-to videos. I'm writing articles. I'm doing an investigation on Peter Daszak. And um, I'm actually, after this stream, I'm heading right over to Kill Stream to go on that show. So, hey. Beautiful. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, thank you to yeah, both. Yeah. Thanks. Also, to- uh, go ahead. Another shout out to Foxhole. Uh, canine Lover just gave us a can. Thank you, Canine, canine lover, lover. Just gave us a can. So now I have something to wash down my cookie. Nice. Very nice. Well, there thank you. Thank you, thank you to lover. both you, Sean and Al, both of you. Thanks so much for uh, being part of the conversation tonight. It was a great one. Uh, Britt, that's yeah, going to do it for tonight. We set to go. Thank you. I think you should take us out with the whatnot video. Oh, really? Are you set up for that? I can yeah, do it, I can do it in a few seconds if you just chat for a second here. Oh, just chat for a second? All right. Well, uh, I have to say, Sean, I follow you on Twitter, and I laugh my ass off a lot, and I do watch your stream. <laughs> Thank, you. Um, Thank you. And, uh, yeah, and L, uh, I, I stayed up way too late last night watching you, so you need to somehow cut me off so I can go Ooh, to sleep. Oh, we got Look a kitty. No. How cute is the cat? Does the cat like the voice of the pret? No, he doesn't like it. The cat must be a little boy. <laughs> you like nope, nope. so we're going to say yes. <laughs> All, no, right, everybody. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Out. Thanks so much for being here. What not? What not? <laughs> what not? What not? And sleep with goats. What not? And sleep with goats. What not? And sleep with goats. And whatnot, and whatnot, and whatnot, and whatnot, whatnot. So while the cat's away, whatnot. So while the cat's away, whatnot. While the cat's away, the mice are gonna play. <laughs> whatnot. Whatnot. Timothy Vay McBombing. Whatnot. Timothy Vay McBombing. Whatnot. Timothy Vay McBombing. Whatnot. Whatnot. And sleep with goats. Whatnot. And sleep with goats. Whatnot. Whatnot. And whatnot. 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 So whatnot. Whatnot.